0: Flex, you known as Pastor Tan. Don't you know? Oh my goodness, this has been an awesome and also just a time in God. Now more than ever, we need to be able to be aware and consciously aware of our surroundings. And what we have to be able to understand is that the enemy don't lock a you. So you shouldn't lock a him. But I'm just letting you know that. It came apparent because I've been going through some things now. It just, you know, hit me that, you know, God was telling me there's purpose in my pain on today. Oh, y'all don't hear me, though. There is purpose in my pain on today. Now, I know that a lot of you, God has been able to raise up and wake up during this time. But I'm letting you know that God is is just having too much of an understanding time in our lives that he wants to wake us up. We need to be able to listen to God, no matter what's going on. And also at the same exact time, while you're going through some things, it's not going to always be pretty. It's not going to always be, you know, correct. And it's not always going to be what we feel as though it should go that way. But God, He comes through, and He is just right on time. And I had to understand that because I was like, God, what is going on? And you know, in my body, what was this and that? And people were saying this or, oh, you you stress eating or all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, God, you have to be the one to maintain me on today. So I'm asking you for clarification. And then God had to remove some things. Come on now, I don't know about nobody else. See, I understand that as women, we get to a certain point pre what have you. Yeah, I'm going to be real on this one because if y'all don't like it, I'm sorry, but I'm going to take a back seat to myself. But I'm going to make sure that you understand and know that I try to keep it real to my listeners and to the people that have been here for a minute. So I'm going to let you know this right now. God had to take some things out and had to regulate some things in my body. Don't you understand? The enemy ain't playing. So I was like, I thank you, God, for throughout having to go through so many different doctors and all this other stuff. And he was like, you know what? Let me tell you something. It could have been worse than what it was. But God was like, nope. I'm going to heal my child. I'm going to make sure that she is going through the thick of things. And when he getting me up at three in the morning, (laughs) this is my second day doing this. He said, there is purpose in your pain. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. There is purpose in your pain, whether it is in your body, whether it is paying the bills, whether it is having food for your children, whether it is trying to provide an education or trying to be able to get to your work or trying to be able to put, you know, put gas in your car. It is purpose in your pain. Having to deal with a boss that is not conducive to who God is in your life. Come on now, I'm not playing. Having to be able to do things that need to be able to sacrifice in order for your family and for your your situation to be able to get to where God has it to be. And you know that God is working for you, but the enemy wants to work so much against you to give you no joy, to no peace, no understanding. No, oh, come on now. No, and I had to understand that. So I got up and this is uh, three and something in the morning here in South Korea and God was just showing me Cause I was talking about the Shulamite woman and I was saw and I was seeing about two different women and you got to go back and read it for yourself because it is so good. I mean, this is juicy good for me to get up at three something in the morning and pray. And then for God to sit there and say, there is purpose in my pain. I don't care about nobody else, but I'm telling you, When God is giving it to you personally, you take things personally. When God gives it to you, just not even having you to be the third character, but the first character, (laughs) y'all, that speaks volumes to me. That speaks more word than anybody else can be able to muster. So I'm going to go for the first, fourth verse, I'm sorry. And it says, 2 Kings fourth chapter and I'm going to talk about going through this and I'm going through this with the new King James version and I please read along please make sure And I'm going to say this right now before you even step into listening in my Bible studies and listening to me doing this podcast. I'm asking you make sure that you have some notes and you're having paper and pencil. And most importantly, you have the word of God before you, because I don't want any man nor woman or any, any, any human being to be tripped up on being able to hear the word of God for yourself. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly divine the word of truth. Amen. So I need for you to understand, have your word ready, have your sword ready, have your living, breathing, whoo, changing. Oh my God, life changing word of God in front of you. Amen. I'm starting with the first verse from the second Kings, the fourth chapter. Now cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knoweth that thy servant did fear the Lord. Come on now. And the creditors is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And I like, let me stop right there. I like how she sat there and she was able to identify with the prophet Elijah and being able to understand. See, she was, her husband was a prophet. And since he was a prophet, she was sitting up there and saying, Look, We have been able to be in the house of the Lord, working in the house of the Lord, providing for God's people. Now you see that I'm going through some things, prophet. Now I need to be able to let you understand how my pain is, what's going on, what is the current situation. Don't you know that when this woman came, she wasn't sitting there and trying to complain, but she was trying to sit there and make some significant Points. Do you understand that we as a people we make significant points? But don't you know that we are going before God and God is sitting there and we can tell God what's going on? That's no problem because our Heavenly Father wants to hear us. But understand and know that God wants to hear us about our problems because He's our Father. But at the same exact time, come on now, let me let you go down a little bit more. I had to honestly look at this and say, wait a minute. She was serving God and her husband was serving God. So she wanted to let this prophet know what is the current situation, saying that the bondsmen are coming for my children because I cannot be able, come on now, to pay my debt. Oh, come on. And see, Jesus said in the New Testament, whatever is Caesar renders to Caesar. So we have to pay those, those taxes. But don't you know that God, I'm telling you, is he got the last word. I love how he does this. Now let's go down. Second verse, and Elijah said unto her, what should I do for thee? Oh, come on. Tell me, what have thou in thy house? And she said, Thine handmaid have not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Why do people like us? Oh my God. Lesson what God has given us. In the pain, we get our purpose. Come on now. Wait, 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 pass. Let me. Okay, hold up. Hold up, pass. Let me adjust something right quick. You telling me that we downplay. Yes, we do. Cause I do it too. That whatever God's gift that he's given us to be able to do what we need to do in our pain and in our sacrifice and in our time of being able to have this turmoil. She only said that, you know, and I mean, wait wait, let me go back. See the prophet Elijah said, what can I do for thee? Do you understand? That's God. God is asking her. He's he she be pretty much shabbaking and saying, "Wait a minute. What what do you need for me to do? What do you have in the house? Do you understand?" He could have said, "What do you have? You know outside. What 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 do you have? You know what what well, he could have said. You know what? Well, you know you could have gave one of the children. But what do you have in your house? I'm talking about what do you have in God's house? What kind of bank account do you have with God? Oh, come on now. Y'all don't hear me though. What what do y'all have in your bank account when everything else that is not of God, that is in the natural is going low? What you have with God, what kind of relationship do you have with God that makes you stay, that makes you sit there and trust in him and have the joy of the Lord as your strength? What do you have? Oh, come on. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. What do you have in God that makes you sit there and keep going and keep knowing who God is? See, she knew her place. She knew that when she, her husband was a priest, she was able to sit there and function in God's house. Now, since her husband has passed on, she has to be able to have debt to be sitting there and collected, and she has to pay on it. She has to be able to be the head of the household while he has passed away into glory. See, some of y'all want to sit here and dwell in the pain. But you don't understand that God already gave you the purpose, gave you the resources, gave you the strength, gave you the the will, the anointing, the power. That every time you show up, every time that there is a strife or anything that you need to do in God, he has given you the ultimate. Come on now. He's given you the ultimate solution. And at the same exact time, some of us want to belittle what God has given you. She said, nothing but a save of oil. Don't you know that is so precious. Oil at that time was a commodity. It is still hot today. Do you understand that people in Rome used to bathe in it to keep their skin being moist and supple? Do you understand that oil, fragrant oil will be able to burn in God's house and it will be a sweet fragrance to him. Don't you know, girl? Oh, God, y'all don't hear me though. See, y'all don't understand. See, when God gets you up, And God lets you know through the pain, through all the things that you got to go through that he is yet there and he understands what's going on. And he is yet there and saying, what can I do? And at the same exact time, she was talking and see prophet Elijah. He was sitting there and saying, what is in your house? Y'all better understand that we are spiritually minded first and, and natural second. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. You are a spiritual being first because we were made in the image of God and then we were made in the natural. Do you understand that God had a plan and a purpose for us from the beginning, but because of sin, Adam and Eve sinned. That is why we have the problems. That is why we have the pain. But don't you know, God said, there is a plan and a plan for your purpose and your pain. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. Let me, let me keep going. And then thy hand have nothing, anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Y'all, how big is your faith on tonight? How big is your faith on this morning? And don't you know that he said in the third verse, then he said, go borrow the vessels abroad of all the neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. Come on now. See, he knows how big the blessing is going to be. So he said, don't borrow a little. You better take in as many as you can. Keep it coming. Keep it going. Never stop. Never know how those prayers, how those extension of being able to get up in the morning at three or four in the morning and still knowing who God is and still being able to be obedient when no one else is being obedient. Let you know how your extension of your purpose of who God is in your life. No matter how many times you get in the prayer closet, how many times you sit up there and you push away Facebook, how many times you sit up there and you push away everything else. Don't you know you have plans and pain, your pain? Ooh. Your pain makes people realize who God is in your life. Come on now. Let me say this one more time for the people in the back. Your pain, your very existence, your your testimony, the way that you live in God, and the way that you are, your character, in God makes people question how their character, what's in their house, and how their pain and their purpose is functioning when you are in the room. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Y'all better wake up. Let me say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your pain. Your pain may be excruciating. Your pain may be life Changing and it may stay the whole entire time while you live it. Your pain. Come on now. Your pain defines how much you sit there and you get on your hands and your knees. Your pain. Your pain lets a lot of people know and that you trust in God through it all. Your pain. Y'all don't, I don't care what nobody says. My, let my word in my life speak for me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let my life speak for me. Let the words of my testimony speak for me. Let every fiber of my being. Thank you, Jesus. Speak for me. That every time that I get up, the enemy is mad because I am living for God. And I want my life. I want my testimony. I want my oil. I want my mantle. I want my life to speak for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord now let me get back to the scriptures amen now the fourth chapter and when thou art in come on now that's instruction from the prophet thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and thou shalt pour out unto all those vessels And thou shalt set aside that which is full. Do you understand that God takes your ministry? God takes your gift. God takes your life and he lets it pour out into other people. Do you understand that your oil keeps going because he knows. God knows. Your testimony, your purpose, and your plan through your pain. People see that and they want to be able to come to God. And they will come running because they see you. Don't you understand? God will let you hear things, see things, feel things, know things. Because he wants his people to hear him. Understand that God said in the last days. There shall be my spirit poured upon all flesh. Do you understand? Men will dream dreams and people will have visions. Do you understand? If my people, come on now, which is called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and then will I hear your land heal your land. Sometimes we have to go through. Y'all thinking that it's easy for me as a prophet or as a pastor to sit here and not be cut, not get hurt, not get wounded, not get pained on, not, not, not get talked about, not, not sit up here and be lied on or, 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 or touched. Don't you understand that God does it for my significant plan and purpose in my life to toughen me up? I understand that, you know, the most important diamond, the most precious diamond. It has to be in order for people to be able to finally be able to cut it. You got to have a laser to cut it. It ain't something that is so soft and and insufficient. No, you have to have something that will penetrate and purposely shape and mold that because it's precious enough that even God will sit there and will cut through the marrow and the bone of men. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, God sits there and he shows us so many different precious diamonds and rubies and, you know, he shows us the finest things. And don't you know, he got to come in and cut and be able to sit there and be able to penetrate through him, through, through the way that we are. See, the most important thing is knowing that, you know, the Hope diamond that's on the, used to be the Queen's crown, now it is the King's crown, that would belong to India. And you can only be able to significantly see those type of diamonds once in a few years. And in order for you to have that mold and shaped, you have to have it through a laser. And not any significant thing, but you have to have specific tool and ability to see how to be able to shape and mold that. See, there is a difference between you and, and the other ones. So do you understand this significance between your lifestyle and someone else's? You can't live a certain way because guess what? You've already been shaped and molded by God. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can't be able to go here and go there because guess what? You won't even fit in because guess what? God's anointing your mantle, your oil is significantly different than the other persons because God said, I, there are few oh my god there are many that have been called but few have been chosen so my purpose in the pain is knowing that because i am significantly unique i am a peculiar person we are peculiar people i can't go everywhere I have to be picky about who I know, who knows me and who is in my life. Do you understand? I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. I can't have everybody in my life. I can't sit there and be so, you know, and when I say that is because i when my, when I'm having someone to pray for me or I have a significant people that's being able to just pray for me and know what's going on. Don't you know? That I can't give out all that information to someone else because everybody ain't there for me. Everybody is not in my boat and that's going to be able to put holes in it and know that God is still good. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. That's how you get so much manipulation. That's how you get the enemy coming in because of jealousy and all this other stuff. Don't you know when one of the people that I love is, is being able to celebrate and know that they have been able to come over. I'm going to celebrate with them. Don't you know, there's no jealousy, no animosity and all this other stuff. And when it thinks that it's going to try to creep up, come on now. Don't you know, God sits there and says, nah, put that down. That's, that's, that's part of your flesh. No, you need to sit there and bind that up. And say, no, that because my friend, my, my anointed friend has been able to cross over and do things that God needs for her to do. Because guess what? When I get to that point, she's going to sit there and clap for me. So I'm gonna clap for her. I'm gonna say this i'm gonna let let's go back because y'all don't understand see my soul is happy on today do you understand that my body is starting to heal my soul is starting to heal my my mind is starting to come back my 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 purpose is starting to f- sit up here and flow and that it's not because it wasn't there but because God had to give me clarity on some things so let let's get back into it. Into all the vessels, and thou shalt set aside what which one is full, that which is full. Verse 5. So when she went from him and shut the door, come on down upon her, and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. Do you understand that God is going to put you in significant places that you need to be able to pour yourself out? And also at the same time to replenish what He has given you, God. I'm thankful for You pouring out into my life. I'm thankful that when I get into the my and in, get into where I have to be at and my purpose and my plan, that the oil is keeping flowing. That every time that I'm walking in there and I'm example of You, I am flowing, and that whatever You need to replace in my life, God, You keep that oil flowing. Oh, come on. Y'all don't understand. That was a whole different revelation. That's the enemy wanted to keep from me. But the Holy Spirit said, every time that you walk into, every time that you walk into a building or you walk into your work or you walk into places where you need to be, don't you know the oil is heavy because people are lacking. They need that oil. They don't understand how you happy coming to work. But yet and still, they feel so bad coming to work. Come on now. They don't understand how you getting your bills paid and they ain't even getting their bills paid. They don't know how you have a good husband and good children when they don't even have the same situation. Y'all don't understand me when your oil, when your you're pain, and in your purpose, God comes through. I don't care what nobody says. Come on now, God comes through right on time. That's why I said, it hits different when it's you. I don't know about nobody else. It hits different when it's me, when I don't understand everything. But God comes through right on time because he sees me praying. He sees how my life is and how I cannot stop because he is all over me. There is purpose in my pain on today. And I know that people are like, Pastor, you just crying. Y'all don't understand. These are happy tears. These are tears of joy to understand who God is, to be clarified in who God is, to finally understand what my purpose is in my pain. Some people don't even get to live that long to know. But God is the main reason for my purpose and my pain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Through it all... I give him the glory and the honor and the praise. I give it all to him. Thank you, Lord. It is not me. It is God Almighty while I'm still here. Do you understand? There is purpose in my pain on today. Now, let me get back to this. Oh, Jesus and she brought the vessels to her and she poured out do you understand while this woman is pouring out she is trusting god she is realizing that god throughout it all i still have to keep going i still have to be able to be motivated i still come on now i still glory And it came to pass when the vessels were full, come on now, that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said to her, there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed. Do you understand that when you trust God enough that you go to the source and the source keeps you going no matter how you feel and no matter how much the society tells you I don't care what people say. I don't care what the enemy says. God still pours into you because guess what? You're not doing it the way that they want it to be done. Do you understand that religiosity is not from God, is not from the enemy? Do you understand when you are on assignment, you do different things. You understand different ways. And don't you know, because she followed the instructions of the prophet, She begins to see and start Understanding her children Couldn't give her any more vessels Do you understand that when God pours out in you And you are starting to see the Circumstance you are starting to see things Doing what God says do Do you understand that God Sits there and says well done Do you understand my servant You have done what I said so I'm going to Change the atmosphere I'm going To change the situation I'm going To change the outcome because you showed up you were able to do what I said do so now I'm gonna come through y'all don't y'all don't mm -mm. y'all don't understand y'all don't understand do y'all understand that every time that you walk into a building the enemy has to go the enemy has to flee he knows his purpose is not to be able to sit there and combat you but sometimes he has to flee Do you understand that when you walk into the room, the demons tremble the way that you are? You cannot, you cannot. Glory. Glory. If people would use their mouths and speak of God's goodness and know the dunamis, the power, the anointing on your life. And Shabbat, God, in every situation and be like Judah, knowing and saying, I know my Redeemer liveth. Oh, y'all y'all don't hear me, though. Oh, my God, I feel my help. Y'all don't understand. When you know for a fact That God is going to come through. No matter what you're going through in your pain. No matter what your children might be acting up. Your husband, your finances. Your home may not be taking care of bills. Having to be able to know you put food on the table. Put clothes on your back. Having to be able to make sure that you can function every day. Don't you know the oil is still going to flow. Because guess what? It was purpose in her pain. It was purpose to let you know that you can keep going, No matter what's going on, you are still tapped into the oil, the forever oil of God. You have Jesus. You have God. You have the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost that is in your corner. So why go not go through? Why not? I had to go through because guess what? The purpose in my pain is knowing that God, no matter what's going on in my life, I know you're going to come through. I know you're going to sit there. You're going to see your prophet and you're going to see the pastor that's in me. That's got to come through just not for me, but for the people around me, for the next generation. And don't you know, she became the example for her children, her sons, because guess what? When they had to reach over mama, they honestly paraphrased and said, there is no more pots to fill because guess what? You filled them all. Oh my God. If y'all don't sit there and go through your pain, mm, 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 you ain't going to find your purpose. And then your children will be lackluster because they didn't even see their purpose while you were going through your pain. Oh, my God. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, your children will start seeing that you praying, that you meditating, that you doing a different thing. And they will go and they will seek God for themselves because they starting to see the personal relationship you have with him. Y'all better, y'all better, oh, God, go through the pain. Find the purpose. Let's go on. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And the oil stayed. That, that means God stayed. Thank you, Lord. Your little shed. And the oil stayed. Ooh, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, and the anointing stayed. Your little stayed <gasps> And the anointing stayed, yo lo lo lo, shall allow it, shake it, lo lo, shall the hear And the oil stayed, yo lo lo, shall the nana 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 shine, nana nana shine, And the oil stayed. Glory be to God. And the anointing stayed and God stayed. Hallelujah, the Holy Spirit stayed, yellow Shade. And it says in verse 7 that when she came out and told the man of God, Yes, Lord, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Do you understand that God gave her enough, more than enough, that she was able to pay? Come on now what was due and also be able to live off the rest y'all better go through y'all better learn through your pain come on now and i understand see y'all don't understand it had to hit me first in order for me to give it to you now there is another shunammite y'all 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 glory And this was one that I really wanted to also let you know. And it said on the 8th verse, and it fell, excuse me, and it fell on a day that Elijah passed through Shudaman. There was a great woman and she was constraining him to eat bread. That means that she was making sure that he had substance, that he was able to have his meal for that day. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in hither to eat bread. That means she always made sure there was an abundance for him to be able to eat. And also the one that was with him. Don't you know that a good woman would always make sure she has food coming in and out. And making sure that she has provisions. No matter what's going on. in her... And I, and I had to look at that. See, big mama, and I love her, she used to carry a purse. And that purse used to have all hot sauce. (laughs) It used to have all the pins, needles, you know, things of that nature that you didn't think was very important. But she would carry it in her purse. And, and one day, you know, she would sit there and she saw that the food wasn't, you know, it didn't have any taste or flavor to it. She would pull out that hot sauce in a, in a minute, dab it on there. And then she would uh say, you know what? I need some more. And she would pull it out again and put it, you know, give it to us and then put it back in her purse. And she said, oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> and... I understand that might be a tad bit unusual for people now, but don't you know, I find myself putting things in my purse that my children need and what I need. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I would, you know, I I would find myself finding like old bobby pins and Um, things of that nature. And sometimes even, you know, uh, like some candy or gum and trying to keep it in my purse and, you know, trying to be able to have that, those things readily available. And now you see now more than ever, people don't do that no more. Women don't do that anymore. And I like how, um, a shout out to a, a lady that is on Facebook and she's like a Mac. She was telling us some things that you put in your purse. And it, it made me um, realize that, you know, the old way of me thinking, like I understand, you know, I tell them this, my life is in my purse because it is true. You know, I have things in my purse that, you know, Usually, you know, people don't understand like a spoon or a fork or, you know, things of that nature that my children need, that they always ask me for. And I wish that we would get back into that. Will it make it heavy? Yes. But also it would make people's lives a little bit lighter for you because we have makeup we have lipstick we have you know different things and i mean i know i wear glasses so i have to you know put you know glass cleaner and also making sure that i have something to clean my glasses with and also at the same time you know you know because of me being who i am you know i had to put in also to like um some hand sanitizer or some lotion, depending on the season, which, you know, or sunscreen. But I like how she was so efficient in her home. And I hate when I run out of stuff <laughs> and um, I have to go to the store. And I know, you know, for me, I don't know about you, but I know I have to have like wipes available, especially, um, Clorox wipes to me. And then I have to have hand sanitizer available and, you know, tissue. Oh my God. Tissue and, um, my routine also too, I like, um, Now, also, too, because it's getting colder, I like tissue. I like uh, Vicks Vapor Rub. It's not the same as it used to be when we were growing up. And I don't know if you know that, but it used to be stronger. So I would put some Tiger Balm. And then I would try to get, like, um, purple onions. And if you get sick, I would put some Vicks underneath my nose Vix on my checks, vix on, uh, and also put some onions um with my socks on, and I would cover up. and I understand, you know, or either, you know, like Big Mama, which is my grandmother, she used to give us this black stuff, and then you said we call I used to call it the back cauldron because this stuff was, you never lost you never uh left um the house without, you know, in the wintertime and you would feel like you sick and all but she would have something in it, turn it black, and you would have a spoonful of it tastes nasty. But when you woke up in the morning, you was right as rain. You had no no problem going to school. You had no problem just, you know, being able to, but she I wish I would have known what was in it. I'm one of those now. It's like the older I get and being more seasoned and don't tell my children this, but I say I'm seasoned. And my, my, my middle child says, you know, uh Minuet says, mama, you can't say that. I said, I'm seasoned because guess what? I'm in the good ingredients now. <laughs> and she says, mama, that don't sound right. You seasoned. And I said, well, it's the truth though. I'm getting a little, well you admit you're getting older. I said, no, no, no. I'm still young at heart. But what I'm trying to say is this, is that have your house stocked. Have your house with the preserves you need. um, Have your house contain the things you need. And always be stocked. And my big mama used to have the, the pantry full with preservatives and all that other stuff. And I'm starting to go back to that and just the little things like, you know, being able to have the, the woolly socks on and have the good, like, you know, socks and shoes and a good clothes and all of that. Just know that, you know, me being from the country, as far as, um, knowing who I am, it's all coming back to me, especially when you get a little bit more seasoning, God. Amen. But let's go back to this is that she makes sure he ate in verse 9 and she said unto her husband, Hold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God. Come on now, which passeth us continuously. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. And let us set for him there a bed, a table, a stool, and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in hither. 11 verse. And it fell on a day that he came hither, and he turned unto the chamber and laid there. Verse 12. And he said to Geshe. His servant called the Shudamite, and when he had called her, she stood before him thirteenth verse And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou have been careful for us with all this care. What is it to be done for thee? Come on now. What if thou be spoken for to this king or to the captain of the host? Come on now. Come on now. And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Come on now. She doesn't need any high society. She just, she's just a humble woman. And 14 verse. And when he said, what then is to be done with her for her? And guess she answered. Verily, she has no children and her husband is old. 15 verse. And he said, call her. And when he had called her she stood in the door come on now if you stand at the door and knock come on now and now that was a verse that came to my mind when I was reading this is about the door now I can go back into uh, Exodus and I can tell you about the blood on the door that they needed to have death to pass over come on now Or I can tell you about the door that Jesus was talking about, that you go through, that he was the door and that you must go through the door. But I'm just saying this is a foreshadow of who God is. But anyway, let's go on. Come on now. Lord, I thank you, my help. And. 16th verse and he said unto about this season according to the time of life thou shalt embrace a son and she said nay my lord thou man of God do not lie unto thy handmaid. Come on now because she was doing this and she wasn't expecting anything she was just saying that she wanted to do what, what was right because she saw that this was a man of God when you can operate Oh, come on in God. Don't you know, God would give you the desires of your heart because you wasn't you wasn't even thinking about being rewarded, but God saw her heart and let the prophet saw her heart. And don't you know that she was like, don't lie to me. (laughs) Don't, don't sit there and tell me this. And I'm going to say this. Sometimes in our lifetime, because we are faithful to God, he's going to be faithful to us. And he lets the waters, he lets the rivers, he lets the desires and the purposes of in our lives to flow. And it doesn't even seem like it. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. God lets it flow through you, to you, through you, and then goes to others. Now, let me keep going. And the woman conceived and bared a son at that season that Elijah had said unto her, according to the time of life. eighteen verse, and when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. Come on now, he has to gather what he has sown. Nineteenth verse, and he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. Because he didn't know what was going on. 20th verse, and when he had taken him, brought him to his mother, he sat on her knee until noon and then died. Y'all. Ah, wait, wait, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Come on now. Purpose through the pain. The 20th verse, and I love this. And when she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, see, she knew. <laughs> she knew. Out the faith, man, my God, my God, my God, my God, the faith. This woman displayed whew, and shut the door upon him and went out. She wasn't, oh, come on now. The 22nd, and she came unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the donkeys, that I may run to the men of God and come again. 23rd verse and he said wherefore wilt thou go to him today is it neither new moon nor sabbath and she said it shall be well Come on, what she could have told him what happened to the son but he was asking her why do you need to inquire she said you know what everything it is well don't you while her son has laid dead in the man of god's bed She said, it is well. Y'all don't, that's mighty. That's, that's some bad stuff. That's some, that's some woo. Can you say that? I know I couldn't. I would be upset. I'd be like, wait a minute, God. I've been living for you. I've been taking care of this man of God all this time. And you letting my child die? Oh, what's going on? What? Wait a minute. And she had the nerve. (laughs) She had the audacity to sit there and tell her husband, It is well. And the 24th verse, the Lord, excuse me, then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forth, slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. She said, Keep going. I got to get going. And the 25th verse, so she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Cameron. And we're going to deal with that later. And it came to pass that when the man of God saw her far off, <laughs> that he said to Geshe, yes, his servant, behold, yonder is that Shudamite. He knows who she is. Who <laughs> God has you to be recognizable in the midst of your pain. Oh, come on now. Run now, I pray thee to meet her and say unto her, is it well with thee? Come on now. He could have said anything else. Is it well with thine husband? Is it well with the child? She answered, it is well. Do you? Man, that's twice. Can y'all say that? Can, can y'all honestly say that? I know I can't. Boy, I have to sometimes have to say that. Boy, that woman's faith, I tell you, is growing. That's a bad woman. And, oh, Jesus. 27th verse. And when she came to the man of God to the heel, she caught him by the feet. Come on now. That's the tension right there. But just she came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone for her soul is vexed with her. And the Lord hath hid it from me and have not told me, man, the prophet knew. Prophet said, wait a minute, I messed up. She is mad as all get out. It's it's about to be, it's about to be that time. The 28th verse. Then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I say not? Do not deceive me. Mm. 29th verse and when he said to geshe gird up thine loins and take my staff in thy hand and go thy way if thou meet any man salute him not and if any salute thee answer him not again and lay thy staff upon the face of the child oh come on now see the prophet knew that god had to you know he he had to be able to sit there And he did not let him know what was going on until the woman spoke, said, did I ask for a child? Y'all, you, you know, you, you, you are honestly misdeceived. I did not ask for a child, but because you given them to me now, you man, she went off. I, what? Wouldn't you be upset? Wouldn't you be honestly overwhelmed that your child just passed away, and and now you sit there and you ask God, I didn't ask Him for you, I didn't ask God for no, I didn't ask a prophet for this. So He says, you know what? Let me take my servant, Gesha, and told him, you need to go get up, get up, take his take my staff. And go thy way. Don't even salute nobody. Don't even talk. Don't know. Hi by nothing. Go straight to the child. And put thy, put the staff on his face of the child. 30th. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. Don't you know because of her faith, that woman was going off to the... Y'all don't hear me No. <laughs> The purpose in her pain, because of her steadfastness, she said, "I'm not leaving you—not one moment, not one second—because I need to make sure my child is well. Do you understand? Because that she knows who God is. Y'all better, mm As the old people would tell me, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't seen nothing yet." Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. And she said, she will not as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth. I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. 31st verse. And yes, she passed on before them and laid the staff upon the child. The excuse me, upon the face of the child. But there was neither voice nor hearing. Come on wherefore he went again to meet him and told him saying the child is not awakened 32nd verse and when Elijah came into the house behold the child was dead and laid upon his bed on his bed now 33rd verse he went in therefore and shut the door upon them twine and prayed unto the Lord do you understand shutting the door now We've had it in two different scenarios where we had to shut the door, had to shut the enemy. We had to shut what was going on in the chaos, in the atmosphere. We had to shut it all in, close it off, and having to be able to find our faith in God, purpose in your pain. Oh, y'all, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you Lord how do you get it shake it 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 hallelujah yala shake all oh no yala oh 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 yala shake all shake all all shake all yala shake all shake it you all it Y'all don't understand that they had to shut the door for God to come in, shut the world out, fasting, praying, meditating, getting into your word, getting into God, having to be able to shut it all out. And know that God is going to be able to preserve them and come through and come forth out of everything that's been going on. Don't you know great is thy faithfulness on today. y'all better be like the might. You need to be like the woman the prophet's wife. Oh Jesus, Shut the door on the enemy. Let them know this is not your territory. You don't have no jurisdiction here. You need to leave. And if you don't want to leave, make sure you shut the door on the enemy on today. Whether he's trying to be in your home, your finances, with your children, paying your bills, having to be able to put gas in your car, shut the enemy out. Don't you know Ooh, glory, yada shed it. Yada lo shun the head of the shake at a little shun the head of the shed in it and old shun die. Yodo lo shun the head of the shake at a little shunnity had the shun die. Yodo shed it. 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 O glory. When you shut the enemy out, he has nowhere to go. He cannot exist because God told them it's time for you to leave and when they shut both times the door God was able to come through Lord help me Jesus let me let me let me let me let me um I'm going ahead of myself let go ahead and oh Lord I thank you Jesus my soul is happy on today 34th verse, and he went up and laid upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and hands upon his fingers. And he stressed himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Don't you know we are a peculiar people? And now people don't understand and they will say, wait a minute, this is not, this is not conducive. This is not medically terminalized. lot. No, no, this is God. So I'm sorry, but God operates differently than what we think. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Jesus. And the 35th verse, when he returned and walked, in the house to and fro and went up and stressed himself upon him. Don't you know that can be the equivalent of Joshua walking around Jericho. Jesus, that can be Joshua sitting there and telling God, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Having Moses to have the people have Joshua and them to come back and Caleb to come back because they had to go and walk around the territory just to be able to show the faith in God and saying that some of them came back and said they were, you know, big as giants. But then don't you know, Joshua and Caleb came back and said, Lord, we can take it. This is our land. Oh, y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. When this prophet Elijah knew the very essence of who God is, he knew it was purpose in the pain because he knew what God said and he knew he was able to bless this Shulamite woman for all her faithfulness. He knew that God wasn't going to sit there and punk out. He knew that God... Already said what was going to happen. And he walked around believing God that this, this boy, this son, he was going to live. Y'all stop sitting up here and because the enemy keeps telling you, well, you can't do that. You can't sit there and say that. You, you have all of these chemical things going on with you and medical problems and y'all, y'all keep on. When are y'all going to realize there's pain in my purpose? And every no that you get is not from God. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Every no that you get is not a no from God. God will tell you to push through. And as he was walking around, 35th verse, and then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the and the child sneezed seven times. Oh, my God. <laughs> who does that? God does that. Who does that? God does that. Who, 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 who? That's the one that we serve. That's the one that me and you serve. Y'all, 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 y'all. Okay. Sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. <laughs> and thirty-six verse, and he called Jeshua and said, "Call this shootermite." So he called her, and when she came in unto him, and he said, "Take up thy son. Come on now, come on now, y'all, 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 y'all." <laughs> Oh, the prophet was walking around. Don't you know he believed God for all the things that he told that woman because she was faithful in her pain. Y'all, have y'all, when is the last time have y'all been faithful in your pain? Oh, let me tell you something. When was the last time you stretched forth your faith in God? When was the last time that you had to sit there and go before God and tell God, look, I'm not going nowhere like this Shudamite woman. I'm not going anywhere. So why is it that you keep on throwing things at me? I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I know I believe in you. I know what you've done for this Shudamite woman. I know what you've done for this prophet's wife. So why is it? that you keep on testing me, God. Is it because you know that I'm going to come through or because the enemy is trying to come in and combat me? I don't know, but if I'm going to be like Job, I need to be faithful. Y'all, y'all don't get it. And I said, wait a minute, that's purposing my pain on today. Y'all, y'all better get up. Y'all better realize that, let me tell you something. Number one, this is a bad woman. Number two, y'all better be like that woman. Now, yet and still, she saw saw what happened to her son. And she still could have sat there and told her husband. But guess what she believed? And she said, it is well. It is well with my soul. Jesus. Because she knew who God was. Can y'all say the same thing in your pain? Can y'all sit here and honestly say, God, I know you're going to work it out no matter what's going on because I don't feel better in my body, but I know you're going to work it out. I don't know what's going on with this child you've given me, but God, I'm asking you to come through. I know for a fact this, this child will be of yours. Y'all, 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 my finances are tore up. But don't you know, I know, God, that you are working through it all. I'm just going to stay on here. I'm going to just believe you. I'm going to be in my prayer closet more because I know that you have been able to come through no matter what. Don't care what the televangelist is saying. I don't care what they're sitting up here and say, I believe what you say, God, because I know that you are the true and living one. The El Shaddai, the Elohim, the the one that is more than enough. There's a pain in the purpose. (laughs) And the last verse. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground. Thank you, Lord. Who and she was thankful because she didn't waver. She didn't flinch. Some of y'all can't even get through one week without complaining. This woman didn't even complain. Apostle Frederick preached. Some of y'all complain about the little things, but God wants to take you through the huge, insurmountable, big victorious victories in your life, but you want to complain. My God, when he, I'm paraphrasing, okay? Because that was some stuff that he was, he was, he he, he was in, it. he was deep in it. And his wife backed him up and said, why is it that women believe so much more than men? And she was just paraphrasing that. I ain't, I ain't you know, I, I heard what I heard. And she was just saying that, you know, if this man of God could come out and say what he said and God could come into to fill in the room. Why? Why you can't do the same thing? Why is it that you think that God can't do the same thing? Why is it that you sit there and limit God on things that God is limitless? Y'all, y'all. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all. Okay. See, I I, I got hit first. Now y'all going to get hit. Why y'all limiting God on what God has already ordained that it was already thus says the Lord and to be so. That was one thing he said, too. I was listening, okay? I was taking notes. (laughs) And I was like, Lord, I thank you. And he didn't know he was talking to me. I didn't tell him what I was going through. I I just know that, God, I, I was getting up, and I said God had to get me up out of my sleep, no doubt. Okay. Cause I wasn't feeling good and God was sitting up there and he's like, no, no, turn on this, go to here. And I was listening. Okay. So the purpose in my pain, and I've learned this is that it's not just for me. Not just for my soul, not just for my meaning, not just for my, my, my own entire inhabitation. It is to teach us that God is limitless when we put a limit on God. That's the purpose to your pain. And that your oil has to keep flowing for other people and God will replenish you no matter what. And sometimes, just sometimes now. God needs for you to sit there and kind of settle down and and listen to what God is trying to tell you in this time. I'm I'm just saying, God, God, God puts you in the place. And see, I had to honestly sit for it. I said, God, I need to No, No, God said, be still. I I need you to sit down for a few minutes. I I need you to rest for a few minutes. I, I need you to pause because I want you to see what you've been doing. I want you to see the labor that you've been doing because you've been faithful, because you've been doing what thus says the Lord. I want you to see what God has been doing, the purpose in your pain, so you can understand and know that God is still God. Y'all better, y'all better give God praise on today. Stop sitting up here and thinking that God has not sat there and declared things over your life. That God hasn't sat there and set purpose over your life. Set the things that needs to be set in motion. Stop sitting up here limiting God when God is limitless. There's purpose to your pain on tonight. There's purpose in your pain on today. Y'all, I am happy. My soul is Happy because all the stuff I had to go through, and I'm gonna go through more things, but because there was purpose in my pain. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, little shedding, God is being faithful when I am not. When I feel as though I'm not faithful to God and God is showing me that I am faithful yet with the few things that he's given me. (laughs) My faith exceeds how my body feels. And I thank you God for that. Purpose in my pain. Thirty seventh verse and when she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out god god mm, my god my god y'all y'all gotta read the rest of this and he i mean it was talking about poisonous food made harmless and man i mean i'm just telling you it It goes on and on on how God just comes in and I don't care what nobody says, but I wanted to highlight and that's going to be later, but I wanted to highlight that God, Oh my God, the purpose in my pain that know your gift know your purpose, know everything. And sometimes, yes, we get off track and sometimes we have distractions, but God gives it back to you and he shows you what you need to know. But when I heard about the light woman and I heard about the prophet's wife and I heard and I heard and I was listening, And I was talking and God was just talking through the prophets and also the apostle and I mean, my heart and my mind was so full. And I was like, Lord, I thank you for the pause. I thank you for the everything you've given me. And I I thank you for the purpose in my pain. I thank you so much for people talking bad about me and having all of this and that. And, you know, having this kind of character. Do you understand? I am so grateful because my character and God steps out before me oh y'all don't hear me (laughs) I think myself happy on today because he stepped out for me God's son stepped out for me that I can be a better mother a better wife that I can be a better person y'all don't hear me though When he can step out for me and show me what my purpose is in my pain, man, that speaks volumes. But if you don't know God like I know him, if you have problems and you don't know where to turn to, turn to him. I know that, you know, I am only human. Yes. But God said that we have to be able to come to him. And it says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if we confess with our mouths, the Lord Jesus Christ has passed has died for our sins and confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to what? Forgive us, heal our land, paraphrasing and come into us. But we need to make that step one today. Please understand that God wants us to be able to be like the Shudamite woman, to be like the prophet's wife. One, her faith had was growing. The Shudamite woman, her faith was there and it was tested. But guess what? God was able to prove it yet again, who he was. I, I, that gives me, That gives me a whole lot. To think about. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard thus far. Please follow and subscribe. If you can find me. On Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Bob Beam. Amazon Music and Audible. Spotify and Stitcher. iHeartRadio. Player FM. Samsung. Podcaster and other major platforms. Such as YouTube. This show. If you really like it please leave a five-star five star rating. This will help me in reaching more people. And if you have any questions, comments, you can find me on Facebook under it is written at L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Once again, it is under it is written at L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Latanya Uyola. It has been my pleasure. Y'all go out there, work in your pain when you find your purpose in God. And God will anoint you, appoint you, establish you. Man, he will give you a new way of thinking, new oil renew you. As you pour out, he will renew you and strengthen you and give you rest upon measure. I am elated that this is so much so my podcast but not just my podcast it's been God's podcast and I have been blessed to be international it has been a blessing so I I can't take no credit for this it has been God's word and it has been God's anointing on me so please let him lead you and guide you And it may not be to do a podcast. It might be that you have the anointing of your hands to do art or you have the anointing of the hands to do uh, billboards or or, uh, performing art. So whatever God has given you, do it to God's best ability and he will anoint you and appoint you and he will give you the desires of your heart. Don't look to man, look to him. Because he is the, he's the essential. And is it going to get easier? Nah. But with God, all things are possible. And also too, don't strive to be with what man has. Strive to do what God says to do. Amen. It has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. da <laughs> Anion.